and welcome to another For All podcast with SPCA Tampa Bay, live on our social media channels. You know the deal, Facebook, like, subscribe, premiere it on YouTube, live on LinkedIn, and of course, you may be listening to this, the audio version, we're on a lot of those audio channels and podcast channels like Spotify and also Amazon. And there's some of them out there. I can't even recall the names of the platforms, but thank you for joining us. Of course, you can comment and let us know about your animals in your care. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about Bear. He's one of our adoptable animals in our care with Camille a little later on. Shania Turner is here to talk about St. Pete College and how we collaborate. And of course, we do have contest winners, our new sponsor and great partner, the Tampa Bay Rowdies. And we're going to talk about heartworm disease. It's the end of April, but April is Heartworm Awareness Month, but you need to be aware about it all 12 months of the year. But we are going to start on our podcast with Barking News. Yes, instead of breaking news, we have barking news. And we have some celebrations, some unique celebrations. And our ambassador class of 2022 is here. I'm going to read off some of these names. You might recognize a couple of them, Aneria Turney and Natalie Simons, who've been on the For All podcast. But we also have Ellen Blakely, Jim McClintock, Isabel and Roy James, and Drake McMullen, Nicole Tenderholt, Shelly Askin, Connie Black, and Lowe's Commercial Painting, all of those members of our Ambassador Class 2022. You can go to our spcatampabay.org slash ambassador page and learn about all of our ambassadors. That program has been around since 2017, 2018. We're now, I believe, at 50 plus. So it's like, it's like the Hall of Fame or it's like the draft that's coming up in the NFL uh, at the end of April. We just drafted all these folks for their time, treasure, and wonderful talent that they have. And we are so happy that they are passionate about the animals in our care and helping us spread the humanity. And celebrating Andy Gauntz. He's our current board president. You know what this guy did this past weekend? He adopted one of our longest standing residents here at SPCA Tampa Bay, Thompson. Congratulations to Thompson. He'd been here for a couple months. He's a TV star. He'd been on a couple of our uh, NBC and ABC affiliates. Uh, of course, he'd been on, I believe he'd been on the podcast before. If he hasn't, uh, wasn't walking around, at least we talked about him a lot. He was in our foster care program as well. So wonderful for Andy and our, uh, and Thompson um, celebrating his adoption. We're also celebrating the life of former board president and ambassador, John Ralph. Uh, our SPCA Tampa Bay family, heartbroken over the untimely passing of John. He was passionate about our mission and worked tirelessly on behalf of animals and the people who love them. John was a true partner of our organization for a number of years. He's gonna be deeply missed. Our prayers are with his family during this difficult time. He knew how to spread the humanimality and how to collaborate in the community with a number of organizations on our behalf. We will miss John Ralph. Collaborating. That's what SPCA likes to do. And when we do it, we like to do it with companies and organizations like St. Pete College. They reached out to us a few weeks ago and said, we'd like to have a whiskers at work. 
And this is unique because normally companies like TD Cynix and other organizations like that are reaching out to us and we're like, hey, this is a college. What does St. Pete College want to have a Whiskers at work with us? So we have Shania Turner here. Let me get her title right because it's, it's, it's a long one. She's the mental health and wellness program manager. That's long for a business card. <laughs> yes, it is a long one. Imagine, imagine the little uh, sign on my desk that has to say what I am too. It's a toughie. <laughs> Do you have to wear a name badge? I'm not wearing Luckily, mine. No, no. It just says uh, SPC on it. <laughs> Shania, welcome to our For All podcast. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm I'm so excited to be here. Um, I'm even more excited that we were able to collaborate on those events yesterday. Uh, would you like me to talk about those a little bit? Sure. sure. How, how did you find us and what, you know, went, you're like, hey, look, we want to have a Whiskers at work, or you probably didn't call it that. We call it that. And said, we'd like to have them come out and help our students during exam week, please. Yeah, so as uh, Eric said, I am the student's mental health and wellness program manager. So I focus on making a, a positive experience for our students. Um, I work with our direct services like counseling, but I also get to do some of the more fun events like our uh, Whiskers at Work, which we actually branded as Whiskers on Campus for uh, St. Petersburg College. And I, uh, when I was in undergrad, I actually experienced a similar type of event where they were able to bring in animals and have kind of like a stress relief day. And I thought, wow, you know, that at least for me is, is the ideal type of event to bring the animals in. So um, I started looking around and, and doing some Googling about what organizations are available and what types of programs are out there. And that's when I found um, the SPCA Tampa Bay's website and the Whiskers at Work program. And I started reading about it and it kind of sounded exactly like what we were looking for, um, a, a place to bring the animals in, to do some stress relief and have just a really nice time for all of us to get together. Uh, and we love working with community partners and collaborating as well. So being able to work with another local organization and uh, come together to do this was exactly what we were excited for. For. Um, so we we did actually call it Whiskers on Campus uh, as it, it was more for our students, but we had tons of faculty and staff able to come out as well. Um, and uh, we had students stopping by on their way to exams who said, oh, wow, I'm, I'm actually walking to an exam right now. This was perfect timing. Um, and we had a couple other students who were interested in adopting some of the animals. So I think overall it was really, really awesome. We had a great time. Um, all of the animals and the volunteers and the SPCA staff were absolutely phenomenal. We couldn't have asked for a better group. Um, and I, I really only got overwhelmingly positive feedback. So we are, we are really happy over here. And what made it a little more unique, Shania, is we had two for one yesterday, Gibbs campus and the Clearwater campus, which I know when that came to our, our great staff and Camille, who led that up, we're like, okay, we're going to two places, you know, a couple hours apart, but she was able and the team was able to, to make it work. What were the differences? I know we have some pictures up there. I mean, we had dogs at one and, and rabbits at the other. Uh, did you get a, a different vibe from each one of the campuses? 
Yeah, so at, at SPC, um, all of our campuses really have a unique culture and the students who go to campuses, you know, usually hone in on that location and feel really connected there. We have quite a few locations in the county, so we wanted to try to have um, one event a little farther north and one a little farther south. So that's how we ended up with Clearwater and St. Pete Gibbs. We did our St. Pete Gibbs location in the morning, and we did have two dogs there. Um, and we did the Clearwater uh, event in the afternoon, and we had a dog and uh, two bunnies. And uh, they were all hits, every single one of them. <laughs> Well, I'm pretty sure there are uh, some folks that are on our website because this is a, a Wednesday when we do this live broadcast and we open in about, mm, let me see, 51 minutes. And so people, whenever we have puppies, they're lined up outside the gate. So if there are some students or even professors, faculty, uh, that saw an animal that they like, they're probably uh, lined up uh, outside and, and checking our website. You also have... Um, another campus that has the vet tech program. Could you share just a little bit about that high level? Because I know that interests not only our organization, but obviously other animal welfare organizations in the area. Yeah, of course. So um, our vet tech program is is really great. Uh, they also do a lot of community collaborations and, and work really hard to provide uh, the best education for their students. Um, the it's it's called our Veterinary Technology Center, and it is located in Largo, kind of near the Pinellas County Animal Services Center. Um, and that location features state-of-the-art classrooms, labs, surgery, and x-ray suites, as well as offices and a kennel. Um, so sometimes they do have adoptable animals there as well. Um, and we offer three types of programs. We have a certificate, an associate's degree, and a bachelor's degree. So um, the vet tech associates degree includes classes like animal anatomy and physiology, anesthesia, dental techniques, um, emergency medicine, and, and quite a bit more. And this uh, degree prepares students for a career as a vet tech, um, a technologist or a technician, and it prepares them to take that veterinary technical national exam. Um, we have a one higher degree, the bachelor's degree in veterinary technology. Um, we offer that one online and in person. And uh, the online degree is actually one in only 24 in the whole United States that um, helps students get into a higher degree of education for veterinary technology that can help them um, get into jobs like management, teaching or research. And that bachelor's degree is uh, offered in three subplans. So there is an advanced clinical subplan, a veterinary hospital management subplan, and then a combined clinical and hospital management plan. And um, then they also have a, a certificate. So if someone has already received their degree, but wants just a little bit more knowledge, maybe in the management side, there is a um, veterinary practice management certificate that includes classes for personnel, accounting, management, um, and those types of, of scenarios. So quite a, quite a few different options. And uh, again, I, I always hear great times and I hear the students love being able to be with the animals and have the kennels on campus too. Yeah, it sounds like great hands-on learning because I know when I was in college uh, in a galaxy a long time ago, far, far away, <laughs> you know, we didn't have a lot of that, that hands-on. And you're, you're a great spokesperson for St. Pete College. What else, your elevator speech, what are you uh, telling people and, and 
prospective students of why they should come to SPC, especially for the whiskers on campus? Yeah, so I guess I can, um, you know, brag on my team a little bit. I work in uh, what we call our retention services department, and we host our Titans Care Centers. And we are the team that provides all of the extra supports for students. So um, things that aren't academic or career counseling. So obviously, I have the mental health program, but we have lots of other supports for housing and homelessness. We have support to help pay for childcare. We have free clothes and a food pantry. And they really do a great job supporting students holistically, which when I was in college, I think would have been really helpful because there's a lot going on right now and life is, is hard in general. So, you know, whatever we can do to support the students is our focus. And I think that's really special and I don't always see that everywhere. So I think that it, it's really a community of care and students can come in not only to learn, but to gain access to resources and, and general information that will help them. Uh, continue to grow. Yeah. Well, Shania, I know St. Pete College, they're, they were part of that executive internship program with Pinellas County Schools. And my son just finished up yesterday at the Clearwater campus. And I can tell you, he was, he was happy. Not that he was, he was happy he was finished with the program. Not with St. Pete uh, College, but he's like, this is it, the last one, last presentation. So he definitely enjoyed it. And uh, wonderful that they had that collaboration and we hope to collaborate more with you and the organization to have more. I like that whiskers on campus. We're going to have to add those search words if we haven't yeah, already. Definitely. We we are so happy. As I said, every everyone that I met, students, faculty, staff, they said, when's the next one? When can you let us know, you know, when when you're planning it? They are definitely ready to have the animals back as soon as possible. And uh, before we went on air, and I was trying to learn more about St. Pete College. I was telling Shania, I accidentally found notable people that attended St. Pete College. Should we touch about on that just real quick before we go to a break? And I mentioned to you, I, I told everybody I was going to put Shania on the spot. And she's like, I, I haven't really researched much of those. But one that I found out that we were both surprised, Jim Morrison of The Doors, which I said I had no idea the guy even went to college. <laughs> I'm so sad. And we have uh, Congressman Bill Arrakis, who's now serving in the uh, U.S. Representatives, and Nicole Stott, uh, astronaut. But they can go to your website and they can find out all that information. You guys do a wonderful job promoting that. Anything else to add, Shania? Um, I think just that uh, for other organizations that are looking to do stress relief events, this is about the, the perfect, most easy way to do it, to collaborate with a local community partner, um, to be able to provide them with donations and another space to do their outreach while you do your own. Um, it, it really couldn't have been easier or more fun. And uh, I, I'm excited to continue to do them. And, and I hope other people do too, so that I can be invited to them and come see more. Yeah, animals. there you go. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just think it was really so wonderful. And I'm so happy we were able to, to make it happen. And I can't wait for the next one. Thank you so much uh, for reaching out to us and finding us on our Whiskers at Work page, also known as Whiskers on campus. We're going to have to add that. And Shania mentioned something there about uh, donations. Yes, we are a charity. So remember that little QR code that we had up there earlier. You can hit that and donate to SPCA Tampa Bay. Shania, thank you very much. We're going to go to a break. 
We're going to hear about our For All Shelter and our Veterinary Center. And when we come back, we're going to meet Bear the Dog with Camille. Stay with us. It is another episode of the For All podcast, SPCA Tampa Bay, our For All Shelter in Largo, our pet hospital and veterinary center in the city of St. Pete in the greatest state in the USA, Florida. Uh, quick comment. I was over here. I have, I hope I'm saying this name right, Renee Munoz. I wonder if they're going to give away a free guinea pig to whoever wins the Rowdies tickets. That would be cute. It would be cute. And we, we do have... Animals with no adoption fee and different promotions throughout the year, like Clear the Shelters Day. But for this one, for the Rowdies, it's just, I believe, two two pairs of tickets to this week's game, April 30th against San Diego. We're going to have those winners in a little bit. But first, we need to talk about Bear. Bear is about 42 minutes away, hopefully, from being adopted. And if you weren't thinking about Bear, Camille's going to show you what he's up to in one of our fine marketing offices. Camille, how are you doing? And tell us about Bear. Well, I'm doing great. As you can see, I have the most love bug dog on my lap right now. And he is just being the bestest boy. This is Bear. Bear is a one-year-old <laughs> high-energy boy, but he is the best. And he is looking for a family who is just as playful as he is, somebody who can take him out for walks and play. And he's looking for like a really great backyard probably with lots of toys. And he is the biggest fan of squeaky toys. So as long as you have some squeaky toys, he will be the happiest dog in the world. Um, he is a little bit strong on the leash. So we're, we're asking that you have a little bit of experience with dogs and walking dogs and are willing to be patient with him as he is still learning and he's still a young boy still only a year so lots of training he is definitely a smart boy he's just got a lot of energy so he's looking for somebody willing to put in the time and the training 
and um, just give him the best life. So he's such was a sweet boy. Has Bear been off campus? Was that uh, his pictures at uh, one of the Whiskers uh, at work yesterday, or was he, that was another one, a couple of our dogs? He was a different dog yesterday. However, he has gone out on a little Fido fun day, and he loved it. He loves exploring new places, and he's a little bit shy around new people, but he loves exploring new places. He loves car rides and all of those things. So definitely, if you are an adventurer, person he is the dog for you he would love to be active love to be outside all those good things we are asking that he is the only pet in the home and that you don't have any other dogs but otherwise he loves people as you can tell i know, he's, very, I know. he's loving the office space right now yeah. so if, if i'm interested in bear today what are some of the areas that we have on the Largo campus where they can go out and learn more about Bear for themselves, not in our offices, but uh, <laughs> elsewhere around the kennels. Can you talk about that? Yeah, so we have um, every person that comes in to adopt a dog, we ask that they do a little meet and greet. So that starts in our little satellite office and then they can go out to the play yard and get to know them a little bit more and get to play with them and let, see them run around and have fun. and with um, other dogs that can go home with other dogs, we do a little doggy meet and greet as well. Um, and for Bear, we're also asking that you do, if you have kids, come with your kids and let them meet Bear um, because he's only had experience living with kids over the age of 10. So we recommend with his rowdy play style that um, he goes to home with kids over the age of 10 and that you do a little meet and greet with them. And And, that's normal. It's just like people. Yep. Some people do well with kids that are younger than 10. Some people like, yeah, you have to be teenagers. And some, exactly. some adults are like, kids are not for me. Dogs are for me as well. Anything else about uh, some of the adoptable animals that we have in our care? I know last week was a, was a good week. 60 plus animals were adopted. Yeah, we had 67 adoptions last week. Like you mentioned, Sweet Thompson finally found his forever home, so we are so excited for him. And we have lots of available cats and pocket pets if you're interested in those. If you're not a dog person, I know that we have so many kittens available for adoption today that are so stinking cute. So if you are looking for your forever friends, definitely come out today at one. We have lots of animals looking for their new homes. And you know, sometimes when you see dogs and their name, you're like, oh, how, how did that dog get its name? Looking at Bear, Bear fits his personality. He's He is a bear. He is, he is. But a good one, he's a good cub. Yes. <laughs> and folks, they are just down the hall away from our tiny studio. And I may have mentioned this earlier, it might've been uh, while we were off air. We had a little bit of uh, people moving around furniture and, and stuff today, and it sounded like we were working on the Howard Franklin Bridge. But, you know, for Bear, no problem. He's just, you know, happy as he can, can be playing with his toys and uh, interacting with our staff and our marketing director, uh, Kristen's uh, office. Anything else to share about Bear? He is so excited to find his forever home and he has so much left to give. So if he sounds like the boy for you, come meet him today. Don't wait. Come today. 
and meet him. He's so excited to see you all. Yeah, and definitely at least uh, two or three paragraphs about his uh, personality uh, right there in front of me on our website. So just go to sbcatampabay.org, hit the uh, green button that says adopt in the menu. There you can find information about our adoptable dogs, our pocket pets, our critters, and our cats and kittens as well. The website is updated in real time. So if you happen to get here around one o'clock when we open and a dog or cat or another animal is adopted and then you arrive uh, 15, 20 minutes, it should be uh, when our team processes all that, it is updated in real time. We'll let you know if, if Bear has already found his home. Camille, thank you so much. Thanks, Eric. Once again, so Camille doing uh, wonderful work for us, uh, setting up the, the whiskers at work and then talking about bear. And we're going to talk about how we also care for our animals here at the shelter. And one of those ways is heartworm prevention and prevention of heartworm disease. So after the break, we're going to talk about that with Dr. Sharon Pindar. All shapes, colors, species, breeds, ages, situations, welcome here. Shelter care training, so pets are safe and healthy. We're here for you, have no fear. A place for our community, for creatures big and small. SPCA Tampa Bay for all. Dogs, cats, pocket pets, reptiles, livestock, birds, and wildlife, too. No matter where you come from or what you've been through, we are here for you. A place for our community, for creatures big and small, SPCA Tampa Bay for all. And welcome back to the For All podcast, our final segment. Yes, I know those tickets for the Tampa Bay Rowdies are available. We're going to get to that contest we had on social media. We're going to talk a little bit more about our pet hospital and veterinary clinic, but we do have a comment online right now, and that is uh, Aisha Renee Munoz would like to know if our veterinary clinic is just for the animals you have in our shelter or is it for everyone? It's, it's a public pet hospital in St. Pete primarily for cats and dogs. I know in some of your comments, you mentioned about a rabbit. I would go to our website and on our website under pet health, we do list our community partners there. Uh, Also under adoptions, that tab is where we have post adoption help. And we have a, a link there for other pet hospitals and veterinary clinics within Pinellas and the Tampa Bay area that do help us out with birds and rabbits and those exotic pets. But our pet hospital is dogs and cats. It it is open to the public. We do have a shelter veterinarian 
and her name is Sharon Pendar. And she sat down with our Amanda Korzat, one of our team members, to talk about heartworm disease. Heartworm disease is a parasite um, of dogs and cats, much more common in dogs, so we'll kind of focus on dogs with heartworm disease. Um, it is spread through mosquitoes and the parasite can develop and spread to the lungs and the heart. Um, and in the end stages of the disease, it can cause coughing, it can cause fainting spells, dogs can get tired a lot more easily, and they can get really sick. No, heartworm disease cannot be transmitted from one dog to another. But I think that to really understand heartworm disease, we need to talk about the life cycle of the heartworm as a parasite. And I think of it kind of like um, we think of butterflies. We know that butterflies start off as an egg, then they become a caterpillar, then they become a cocoon, and then they become a butterfly. And we know that all these stages, as they change, they look different and they live in different places. It's very similar with heartworm. Heartworm has five life stages, and they're called L1, L2, L3, L4, L5 because vets are not very creative. Um, and so what happens is that um, dogs will carry all of the life stages except for L2. They need the mosquito for the L2 stage. So a dog will have the L1 phase and a mosquito will bite that dog, suck out the L1 phase and it will mature into an L2 and an L3 inside of the mosquito, then the mosquito injects the L3 back into the dog and the L3 changes into L4 and L5 in the dog and then the cycle continues as the L5 reproduces in the dog, producing more L1 and then the mosquitoes help to spread it. So the mosquitoes can spread the heartworm disease from one dog to another, but dogs cannot directly spread heartworms from one to each other. So yes, there is, and I think it's important to differentiate between treatment and prevention. So like I said before, the L3 stage is the stage that the mosquito first injects into the dog, and most of your heartworm preventatives, things like HeartGuard, ProHeart, IverHeart, just to name a few, those will treat the L3 stage. And depending on where you live and what sort of uh, lifestyle the dog has, that dog could be injected with L3 by mosquitoes up to multiple times a day. So that's why it's really important to give the preventative. If a dog is not getting a preventative, those L3s can mature into L4s, L5s. They migrate through the bloodstream, set up shop in the lungs, and then eventually in the heart. Um, and then those dogs have heartworm disease. Once we get to that point, then your regular preventatives aren't gonna take care of it. Then we have to use bigger guns. Um, so medication that is basically arsenic-based, um, we give as an injection to kill the L4, L5 stage heartworms, and then that will help to treat the heartworms. Um, but it is much harder on the body and it is a much more difficult process for that dog to go through. And it is more expensive for someone to pay for. 
In the state of Florida, with how bad we know mosquitoes are, I would absolutely recommend giving heartworm prevention every 30 days, all year round. I have seen dogs that don't even go to the bathroom outside get heartworm disease in Florida because we know mosquitoes can get inside the house. I think it is really important to keep up with it. Get rid of those L3s as soon as your dog gets them every month and you don't have to worry about it becoming a bigger problem. So choosing the right heartworm preventative is really a conversation that should happen with your veterinarian based on what they know about your dog. So certain types of breeds of dogs might be more sensitive to different ingredients in your heartworm preventative, or if your dog has a sensitive stomach, there might be some that are more likely to upset their stomach. Um, so I think that that is a conversation that's best had with your veterinarian, um, but the best thing that you can do is just to make sure that they are on some kind of heartworm preventative year-round every month. All right, thank you, Dr. Pendar. Great stuff. You need more information, go to our website, The Pet Health. We also have spcatampabay.org slash blog. More information there about summer heat tips. Uh, of course, hurricane season's coming up. We're going to have that for you and heartworm disease prevention as well. Wonderful. Remember to like and subscribe our podcast on YouTube, on Facebook, share it with your friends, do whatever you have to do to help us spread the humanimality. All right, right now we're going to award some tickets. So Matt has a new, uh, we have a new sponsor, which I've been talking about. They are the Rowdies. This music going throughout the entire the entire end of, uh, end of the program really gets you in a, in a good mood. Okay, our uh, picture we had to uh, caption. This was on social media on Facebook and Instagram. Caption this picture right here. This handsome guinea pig wearing his crown. Picture probably taken by one of our uh, great volunteer photographers. So we have two winners winning two tickets. I hope I'm saying this right two tickets that you will receive digitally from our team. And you have to attend this Saturday's game against San Diego Loyal SC. The game time is at 7.30 down there at Al Lang. We have Michael Douglas, who had Guineas Pigas, king of all rodents. I do not believe that's Michael Douglas, the uh, Academy Award. I think he won Academy Award winning actor. Uh, if not, he should have. And then we have Jennifer Dickens, no relation to Charles Dickens, Feed Me Peasant, because that sounds like one of his uh, lines from one of his great books, <laughs> Christmas Carol or something. So Mike and Jennifer, wonderful. You won each one two pairs of tickets to this Saturday's game with the Tampa Bay Rowdies taking on San Diego. We'll have more on the Rowdies. They're one of our ambassadors. Uh, we're going to Visit them in the next few weeks and start attending some of their games one a month starting in May with our adoptable animals. That's always a very fun time. For a podcast is a fun time, in my opinion. I know I'm biased, but uh, you can watch all of our past episodes on YouTube and the other social platforms as well and download it from your favorite podcast provider. 
Thank you to all of our guests and our team uh, that worked very hard for this, as they do all for our podcasts. Remember, go to our website and adopt uh, one of our animals and keep spreading the humanimality, folks. We'll see you on the next for all podcast. Thank <laughs> you.